0: It's never too late to treat hypertension, even in your very old patients. This claim was made at the American College of Cardiology meeting in Chicago by Nigel Beckett. He presented findings from the HiVet study looking at treating systolic hypertension over 160 millimetres in a group of around 4,000 patients, average age 83. I asked him to tell me
1: more. Essentially, there was a dilemma before high vet there was the possibility that, yes, you did reduce strokes by treating such very elderly individuals. But there was this suggestion that the total mortality would possibly be increased. So it's this uncertainty that drove our desire for high vet. There was even a thought that high blood pressure might be good for you. Yes. If you look at the epidemiological data, the suggestion is that high blood pressure, you lived longer. Uh, consequently, therefore, low blood pressure, you lived for shorter. There's a little bit of... Uh, Issues with that because people who have cancer, ischemic heart disease, heart failure, tend to have or more likely to have low blood pressure and their conditions that are obviously associated with uh, a certain degree of mortality. So probably selection bias there? Possibly, although even some of the uh, studies tried to adjust for that uh, and said that relation still seemed to be present. The one thing you one could say is that okay you may survive better with higher blood pressure but even just reducing it slightly in those who are particularly uh, of a hypertensive group with, without comorbidities, they may actually do even better. Now what in fact though did you decide to do in the study? You were treating blood pressure of systolic over 160. That's right. We treated people with a sustained systolic blood pressure of over 160. We treated them with a thiazide-like diuretic, uh, indapamide sustained release 1.5, with the addition of an ACE inhibitor called perindopril at a dose of two to four milligrams, to try achieve a target blood pressure of 150 over 80. And in the control group, they were matching placebos. And what sort of endpoints were you looking for? Primary endpoint was uh, all strokes. Uh, we had secondary endpoints of total mortality, cardiovascular mortality, stroke mortality, and heart failure events. Can you run me through the findings then? Well, the pr- primary result was that we showed a 30% reduction in all strokes. didn't quite hit the uh, significant levels, 0.055, but the surprising, or well, surprising to us anyway, uh, result was that we showed a 21% reduction in total mortality. That was significant, 0.019. Uh, we also showed a reduction in fatal strokes of 39% and a, fa- a reduction in heart failure events of 64% both of which were significant. Were there any penalties for giving people this therapy? Were there any adverse events? There were always adverse events. We didn't recall routinely adverse events. What we did ask our investigators to do was to report serious adverse events. And what we showed was that in the active treatment group, there were significantly fewer serious adverse events. We also asked our investigators to look at uh, if they thought that any of these serious adverse events could be any way related to the trial medication, and we had five throughout the whole study
0: what then is the message that you think should be put over to
1: doctors right now about treating very old patients i think the message is that um, if they're not taking interest in their blood pressure now is a good time to start and that certainly using the treatment regime that we used in the study uh, has now been shown to confer benefit uh, without having any serious adverse uh, effects a thiazide,
0: like diuretic, is a, a relatively standard form of blood pressure treatment. Do you
1: think you might get even better results with other drugs? Hard to extrapolate, um, and what you would really need is a comparative study. Uh, my feeling is, though, that a comparative study in the over-80s is not going to be occurring fairly soon. Mm.
0: But the basic message, though, is to get on and treat people with a systolic of over 160. What
1: I don't think you can do is say that you're going to get the same results with a beta blocker or necessarily a calcium channel blocker but certainly with a low dose diuretic with the addition of an ACE inhibitor which is what we used was shown to be beneficial and I would recommend that people screen their patients and treat accordingly.
0: And was that for patients across the board? Were there any particular categories of patients that you might alter
1: that advice for? Uh, We haven't had the chance to look at the different subgroups um, at the moment, so that's ongoing analysis. But uh, at this moment in time, we don't see any reason why that wouldn't be the case. But as I said, I would be cautious at this stage because we haven't really had the time to look at the data. That was Nigel Beckett of London's Imperial College.
0: Well, chairing the session at which he spoke in Chicago was Nick Boone, and
2: afterwards I asked him for a comment. I think the data here fit with what we knew already and what we might have anticipated and what they've shown is that treating even these people in their 80s has very substantial benefits. Substantial benefits because these people are anyway inherently at quite high risk and so a a a relative benefit will produce a very big absolute benefit. Uh, The only caveat I would have about this particular study is that it's quite clear that the patients that participated in the study were very fit 80 year olds and one wonders whether this data can be translated to uh, the more typical 85 year old patient that we see in clinic who may have multiple comorbidities. Uh, It could of course be that those patients will benefit even more from treatment but that is uh, uh, I think a legitimate worry about how easy it will be to translate the data from this excellent study into everyday clinical practice.
0: It was a fairly ordinary treatment too. It was a sustained release diuretic which was given to reduce the dose. Uh, you could, or not, give perindopril as well if you wanted to. Yeah. yeah, simple treatments
2: are usually the best.
0: And uh, impressive statistics because total mortality was statistically reduced, 20 odd percent. Fatal stroke, 39% down, that was significant as well. They all went through the um, statistics. And um, heart failure was 64% reduced. Are these figures you can argue with or do you, would you definitely have reservations about the, the number of patients that they might be restricted to, this approach?
2: No, I, I don't think one can argue with this. These are huge benefits and I think they've shown unequivocally that treating healthy, very elderly patients with hypertension, even quite mild hypertension, is worthwhile and it's important that we do do that. Uh, I think that what we still don't have a clear answer to is what we should do to the patients who have multiple comorbidities, who don't tolerate the medications, for example, the patients who have significant autonomic failure, postural hypotension, who were excluded from this study and won't tolerate the treatment so well, and uh, we need more information on that group now. That
0: was Nick Boone from Edinburgh, President of the British Cardiovascular Society. For the Audio Journal of Cardiovascular Medicine, I'm Peter Goodwin.